Hello and welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live, brought to you in association with Northern Print Solutions, your number one place for digital and LIFO print, helping the Heed Army spread the word of Gated FC. If you're new to the Heed Army Podcast, the Heed Army Podcast is all about Gated FC by the fans for the fans. We endeavour to get as many interviews as we can on a match day, so if you see someone about with a microphone, why not come along and have your say? The show is fully interactive, and if you'd like to contact us throughout the show, you can do it via Twitter, at Heed underscore Army, and of course there is our chat facility below that you can use throughout the show. Hello and welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live. It's Sunday the 12th of October and Gated are still unbeaten. That makes it nine games in a row. We've got lots to talk about tonight. Uh, Alfredton game on Tuesday with uh, John Shaw's two goals. A 1-1 draw yesterday with Debutant Howe scoring the goal. Uh, also we've got James Marwood on the phone. We've got um, we've got an interview with somebody else. Very special. We've got Goat News. Also we talk about the FA Cup. Barnet next uh next weekend and also we have uh, a reserve game tomorrow down at Gator International Stadium so lots to talk about and uh, as I say uh, we want to hear from you and uh, as I say it just leaves me to introduce my guests now uh, Andrew hello hello and Mickey is here as well good evening so yes uh, as I say get your messages in that's what makes this show go we'll be playing um, the, how to contact us on the chat facility very shortly but um, as I say we'll start with Tuesday night's game and um, nice to see us take the lead in the game Definitely, aye. Uh, good goal as well. It was, and uh, as I say, John Shaw. Uh, so we mentioned it in last week's podcast that I said when he came on as a sub, he looked busy and looked at a different type of striker than what we've seen in the past from him. And it, it's proved to be the case again for the first 18 minutes, didn't it? Definitely. Uh, to just say, he's the spell that Luton's made him an even better player than he already was. Mm-hmm. Just keeping him fit. But um, he was... Quite sharp for the second goal as well. I mean, he just read the lad's back header, nipped in, and okay, took a couple of attempts to stick it in, but he'd done the job. Yeah, and as I say, well, the first goal come from a Tom Allen cross and a little bit of a deflection, but he got it in there. So, uh, uh, fantastic stuff. As I say, Andrew, what do you think of that game? It's hard to say. I think we should have scored more goals. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, after, was it 12 minutes or 2 0 up? I thought we yeah. could, I thought we were going to push on maybe a good 5 0. Send a message out to the league and get what goal difference up, but it just seemed to stagnate after that, didn't it? A little yeah, bit. They were very poor. Um, I watched them play last night on BT Sport, and they were a total different side to what we played on Tuesday. Um, obviously, they beat Torquay four two yesterday, but we just took a foot off the pedal after we scored our second goal. Um, we need to get looking at the teams around us. Our goal difference is very poor compared to the other. It teams. is. I think we need to get our goal difference up. Mm-hmm. We're a good. I think six or seven away from some teams, and yeah. if not more, um, mm, you know. Exactly. So, let's say hopefully we'll be able to pull that back throughout the season. Hopefully, we won't have to rely on that either. That's uh, something that we don't want to do. Uh, so yes, as I say, we've had a few tweets already. We've got one here from Mike Cow. Mike Cow's tweeting saying, uh, "Looking forward to the Heat Army podcast tonight at nine pm." Looks like a crack and show ahead of next week's massive game versus 
Barnet FC. Well, let's let's hope we live up to the hike, eh, Mickey? Well, definitely. Yeah, and, uh, and <laughs> promises to be an absolute corking game. It's just a shame it clashes with the Newcastle game on the same day. Yeah, and also we, we thank uh, the people at Square One Football for their tweet as well. They've said the ever excellent Gateshead podcast at Heed underscore Army live at 9pm this evening. Uh, and we've just had a tweet come in here now. And Ross Black tweeted saying, Can't listen in tonight, lads. We'll listen at wi- in at work tomorrow. Good performance yesterday. Solid point. Win on Saturday. Change of things. Right. Can we think of something to say when Ross is at work to get him in trouble? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he'd be listening on his earphones or no, something. No, you couldn't get headphones to cover them ears, man. Have you seen <laughs> the size of them? Oh, <laughs> no need for that. Uh, we're only joking you're like a walking sky dish um, <laughs> right so winglet. yeah so we want you to contact us send in your messages this is the way to do it on the chat facility but how do you do it on twitter andrew it's at heed underscore army it certainly is and this is how you do it on the chat facility it's your messages that make this show go and we'd love to hear you and you can contact us on our chat facility brought with you in association with Northern Prince Solutions. You can contact us on there simply by registering with your Facebook account on the Spreaker website or app. And you can have the app on your mobile phone or tablet devices. And then you can listen to us and message us simultaneously. We look forward to hearing all of your messages, thoughts and views because they are the heart and soul of this podcast. They certainly are, and uh, we've got another tweet coming in from Ross Black again. Yep, he says, also like to mention the, about the singing section moving to the left of the stand to get more people in. Yeah, um, it's be, you know it's been brought to the attention of the fans. Um, that, that they say the clothesline's absolutely fantastic, but there's more and more people wanting to get in there, and there just isn't the room. So apparently years ago, uh, just a little bit before my time, the podcast, not the podcast, the singing section, the clothesline was further along the stand, wasn't it, uh, Mickey? And, well, uh, yeah. So it's going to be going in the far left-hand corner, um, so we can get more people there, make a better noise, and hopefully we'll still have people that sing in the stand further along and generate more of an atmosphere right across that stand because it's uh, as I say, it's filling up nicely on a match day. It is. It certainly is. It's great to see. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's going to be a nice change of scenery. <laughs> weird because we've yeah, been there for long. But as I say, hopefully, uh, as I say. It'll if I'm standing next in the corner, at least I'm not get bloody blocked by the. I, know, I mean, also, also as well. I mean, a lot of people that want to get up and join in with the singing. I mean, there, there wasn't enough room, so hopefully there'll be more people want to do it along there. So well, exactly. Yeah. Say, so uh, the say, more the merrier. Remember that on Saturday we've got another tweet. The tweets are doing well tonight. Um, Kit Wall has tweeted in saying uh, he's at work on the farm, so he can't listen live. Uh, good result at Forest Green, but need to be more clinical. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, us, sorry, as uh, far as I'm conserved, league is in our hands. Oh, there we go. As I say, I wonder what he is doing on the farm at the minute. Do you want to hazard a guess? Looking after goats. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Looking after goats. He's milking the goats there. So, um, Jebediah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and to say the chat facility has burst alive as well. Uh, Jack McGuinness has put, enjoyed yesterday, even though it was a long journey. Uh, great strike from Callum Howe as well. Well, I think we'll start with Callum Howe. He's coming on loan from Scunthorpe. Uh, is he 18? Uh, I'm not sure. 20. 20. He's 20. So, um, as I say on the highlights, you'll see a, a fantastic goal 
Uh, it's been shared by Gator FC TV on their on their Gator official Twitter and Facebook pages. So have a look for it there. Uh, as I said, a well worked goal from Forest Green for them to go one 0 up, but we answered back straight away. And uh, you know what a crack! I mean, no goalkeeper in the world could stop that shot, could they? No, no, it was a great goal for us debut. But I was saying to me brother yesterday, in recent history, like how many defenders, on loan defenders, have have scored on the debut? We've had how yesterday. Um, I'm sure Dummett did. Um, Henderson did. Little uh, Little did. Um, who else? Were I thought K um, did. Mm-hmm. We've had quite a few. It's it's just strange, isn't it? Yeah, not but Tavernier. I don't think Tavernier scored. No, I don't did think he? Tavernier. No, I don't did, think he did. He, he, I mean, he made quite a few runs through the pitch and looked like he was going to take everyone on score. <laughs> but I mean, it, it is a strange um, statistic. Yeah, and um, someone's put, what is the kickoff time for the reserves tomorrow and how much, please? Not sure on the price, but it's a it's two free. o'clock kickoff. It's free, is it? Wait. For, free for season ticket holders, I know it's free. Oh, um, So I don't know if it's a pound or two pound on the door. If someone could let us know if they know any details on that, it would be great. We'll put that out so we can get more people down there. Two o'clock at Gated International Stadium against Burton Reserves. And I believe Matty Patterson will be getting a run out because, uh, yes, he only lasted half uh, half the game. So, as I said, Mickey, you heard what uh, Gary Mills had to say said, after the uh, game? Gary, Gary Mills says he would get probably a good 90 minutes out of the reserve game on the Monday. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got uh, another few tweets here. Yep, my cow says, My nephews are the first generation of our family to choose heed over heed tops over Newcastle tops. The world is changing. That's nice to hear, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic to hear that. And Liam Smith's also tweeted in. Um, All right, lads, back again. Was there on Tuesday. Great first half. However, more second half goals needed to boost GD. Yeah, as so, in goal difference. Yeah, so well, say thank you for your tweets there. Great that we're getting uh, the the messages in on uh, both uh, ways to contact us. It's yeah. great. Uh, so on the chat facility, we've got um, some more uh, messages coming in. Andy Mason has put uh, tune in late. Uh, wholeheartedly apology for my tardiness. Well, that's just not good enough. And how was the wrestling last week? We enjoying seeing sweaty men and leotards bounce about. <laughs> I we knew what you were up to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. He's in the locker room with the soap. Yeah. <laughs> he always drops it. Um, and um, Matty Hewitt has put Forest Green Rovers only given us 20 seats to start with. Great club. I did hear that, that they only give us a very few section and a lot more people turned up. Like, we took a 16-seat minibus down, didn't we? Yeah. So, I mean, given we 20 seats, that's daft, that. How are I think there was over 60 there, so that's a good turnout. Oh, it's great, uh, great for that length of journey. Yeah. Being in the middle of nowhere as really well. Really good. And uh, Victoria Hutchinson has helped us with some information here. The reserve team uh, admittance is £3 an adult. For OAP and concessions and under-16s, it's £1. And for season ticket holders, it is free. So any under-16s there, they're going to get wrong. Yeah, because it should be at school. It should be at school. (laughs) But but, um, get yourself along because it should be a strong team. We know we've got a few players. I think Matty Parsons due to play 90 minutes um, off a good section of the game. And obviously, we'll see the likes of... um, uh, Alex Alex Baird, I'd imagine we'll see. Ramshaw, you would see... Wilson, a few others, so yeah, it should be. Get yourself we'll down there. And uh, Victoria Hutchinson has also told us there were 67 travelling fans, so well done to those fans travelling down yesterday. Yeah. It's an absolutely phenomenal um, amount of people travelling. It's a journey, down. you know. It is, it is. Uh, thankfully, we'll come back with a point. Uh, Jack McGuinness has also said Forest Green weren't that good yesterday and uh, we made plenty of chances, but players like Rodman need to take shots more often. Um, I say it. it 
still in the bedding in period, but I, I, I'd like to see Rodman have a, a shot on the, the, when he gets in the box instead of trying to take too many touches. It would be nice to see him hit it hard and low. And uh, I think I'm I'm positive he would make the back of the net ripple quite a few times this season. Well, he I'll, does tell that. I'll tell him once you. I sent him a tweet on Tuesday. He's got to adjust his sights. Well, let's, let's hope he does. And uh, we're getting some more. Uh, we've got a tweet here. Um, Phil, man of many facts, has tweeted in. He says, In the last four to five years, Little, Kay, Henderson and Howe scored. Dummett, Tavernier, Cyril, Boyle and Leland didn't. Oh, right, oh, right. Right. Oh, so I was thinking about uh, Leland there. I was, couldn't remember if he had. Mm. But, uh, yeah. So You forget how many defenders we've had in on loan over the past few years, haven't the majority you? majority of them are full-backs, if you notice. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and if you look at uh, Dummett and Tavernier, they've went on to great things as well, haven't they? Oh, definitely. So, uh, as I say, it shows Especially that communicator Boyle, can help. well as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Uh, where, where is he? Well, I haven't got a clue. I think he's, in, <laughs> he's, in, he's in Scotland, I do. Adrianians, isn't it? Yeah, so there we go. Uh, right. Uh, remember, we have got lots coming in the show tonight. Uh, we've got, well, we have mentioned about the FA Cup draw, but we'll talk about that later, about when you can hear when it's going to happen tomorrow. We've got James Marwood on the phone in about uh, 20 minutes. Also, uh, we've got an interview with somebody special as well, so you'll be hearing that. And uh, as I say, we'll look towards the Barnet game next week as well. So as I say, it's... it's uh, it's all exciting and uh, all looking very positive. Nine games unbeaten as well. Uh, you know, a few weeks ago it was a little bit doom and gloom because we went behind in five games in a row, won one and uh, drawn four. But it, it's, it's it is. If you look at it now, sitting in third, nine games unbeaten. That's the start of what could be a pretty epic run, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Um, as I say, as I said before, I think we just need to get with a cool difference up now. Um, just need to get back up there because. At the end, at the end of the season, it could come down to goal difference, which is slightly worrying. It's happened before in the past. We beat relegation on goal difference before, so yeah. Um, and um, Nick Percival sent us a tweet. He said, "Listening for a change." Oh, thanks very much. Oh, well, that's great. I cheers. <laughs> God's work and wait. <laughs> He's clearly not got an evening service tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he says, "Is it a record to have gone four away games in a row?" Uh, sorry, going behind in all them and drawn one one. I don't know. I, oh, I can't. Nah, rem- I can't remember. It might be a record for Gateshead, but Phil. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Phil. Phil, Phil, Phil will know. I mean, he, he'll straight into his black book there. <laughs> he'll be telling us all about it. And um, also, um, someone's put hashtag Callum Hope. Hopey. Hopey. I don't know who Hopey is. I, I don't know. <laughs> Did I see a Callum Hope earlier on or Callum, Callum Howe? I don't know. I might be wrong. But uh, there we go. Uh, Forest <laughs> Green, uh, Victoria Hutchinson's put, uh, Forest Green Rovers couldn't tell the difference from their own fans and Heed fans and have loads of Heed fans south stand when they were in the north stand. Terrible organisation. Uh, it sounds it. <laughs> it was terrible reading it out. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I didn't go too far about for a screen. Yeah, we we'll all we'll all know your feelings, Mickey. About yeah, we we know your feelings on Forest Green. Um, so yes, got a hole deep enough I could bury them in. It is. <laughs> it's time for a, a word from our sponsors, Northern Print Solutions. So we're going to play this, and then there'll be uh, another advert, and then there'll be uh, a, a, a great interview coming up. So uh, keep your ears peeled. Northern Print Solutions, supporting the Heed Army podcast. We never compromise on quality and are completely customer focused. From simple business cards to high-end brochures, we have it all covered. 
call us on 0191 1698 or you can email us at info at northernprintsolutions.co.uk Are you aged between 6 and 14 and live in the South Townside area? Do you want professional football coaching from two professional footballers? Well, Adam Rundle and Jamie Chandler run Football for Life every Tuesday and Thursday evening, 5.30 till 7 at Fratrona Park, South Shields. Uh, It's £5 per session and £30 for 8 session course. They also do day camps during uh, the school holidays. You can contact them on 0759 197 6909. You can also tweet them at 4footballforlife1. Well, we're joined by somebody special here on the podcast today. It's Billy Goathead. Hello, welcome to the podcast, Billy Goathead. Well, it's lovely to be here. Well, um, Billy, um, you've, you've been to the games for many years, and uh, as I say, you, you've you've had a few strips on, and uh, you look quite smart there on the track. Well, I do, I do. I like the lucky part. I like to cheer on the lads. But what I want to really want to say is, I want people to be louder at the game. So, I mean, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear more gated chants? Yeah, I certainly do. I really want to hear them bloody lads saying at the top of their voice. And who's your favourite player, Billy Goated? It's got to be that Jamie Chandler. He's a right sexy midget. I tell you, if I got a hold of him, I tell you, we'd have good children. And you've been going to games for many years. I mean, we've seen you on the track, bouncing about and stuff. Been very cool at a lot of games. But what's been your favourite game? Well, I loved going to Wembley. It was great. But what a kick in the goat nuts that was. But it was a fantastic day out to see all of them people there supporting Gated. Oh, it was great. But I tell you, the worst game I've ever been to is against Bly Spartans. Can it stand them? I don't think many people do like them, to be honest, Billy Goathead. I couldn't agree more. They're right bunch of scoundrels. You mentioned there that Jamie Chando is your favourite player, but who's your second best player? It's got to be the big red machine. Ooh, I tell you. Ooh, I tell you, I wouldn't like to be on the end of one of his challenges. Oh, I could rip you in half. I wouldn't like that at all. But no, Jamie Curtis, what a man, what a legend. And you go to a lot of away games, don't you? You spend a lot of time with uh, the players in the squad. And uh, as I say, have you had any exciting things happen to you when you've been on the away games? Eh, well, me and Darren Caskey love to get the speedos on and run up and down the bus. Drives Gary Mills crackers. I tell you, in the woods, the oh, Graham Wood, he's not impressed either when the speedos come out. But it's all good fun. Good fun. It is, it is. Um, but uh, no, I can't tell you too much what happens on the away trips. What goes on tour stays on tour. <laughs> Well, Billy, it's a pity you can't tell us what happens on the away games, but as long as they keep winning. And uh, as I say, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Hopefully we'll talk to you next week. Hey, well, it's not a problem. I'd love to come back. I, I, I love the podcast and I love the heat. So uh, everyone that's listening, heat all day! Oh, nuts! And I love goat news! Well, there you go. You heard it first. Billy the goat. <laughs> Billy Goathead loves... Uh... Goat News, which will be coming up later on. And uh, as I say, we've got quite a reaction to that on the chat facility. <laughs> Thanks for saying, Sweeney. And, uh, and we've got um, <laughs> lots of tweets coming in as well there. So, um, yeah, and um, as I say, we've got uh, another tweet here from... Uh, we've got one from Mike Cow. 
He said, uh, I agree the singing section should move. We can't get in there anymore and it's close out of the schooner. Oh, well, so. yeah. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Remember that means. Oh, yeah, that uh, I've put Callum Hope instead of Callum Howe on the uh, <laughs> on the hashtags for the thing. But uh, yeah, and uh, we've got we've got a message here from the lovely Lauren. Yep, it's just it just said what's happening. Yeah, what's happening, and then um, also Gator Quizzes is want to have. Uh, Something about quizzes. Uh, <laughs> so and uh, and we've got another a message from the lovely Lauren. Uh, she said, I'd like to predict the voice behind Billy is that boyfriend of mine. Only he could use the phrase, what a sexy midget. <laughs> well, we can't actually disclose who uh, the voice is of Billy Goathead, to be honest. I know there's been a few people um, guessing. I mean, some people said, is it... Uh, one second. Uh, I think Lee called out. It's not him. Mark Walton. It's not him. It's not Tony Carter either. We, uh, <laughs> Tony Carter is actually higher pitched than uh, Billy Goathead. And uh, so, yes. And just um, as annoying. Yeah, just as annoying. And Arvid sent a message in. He's, he's listening as well. So, hello there, Norway. Remember, we always ask, uh, tell us where you're listening from as well. Uh, so, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Gemma Greaves has put, ha! How camp is Billy the Goat? <laughs> I see you want to see him in the flesh um, and uh, Andy Mason has put anyone tuning in and we'll, uh, we'll think they're on acid uh, and Simon's put uh, lads the goat crack is worse than Ebola oh come on that's not very nice is it and uh, yeah and uh, there's a few people see it thinking that it's you it's not me uh, no. I'm not that camp oh, yeah. and I'm camp but I'm not that camp he's not that camp and uh, Simon has put Mickey as the goat Mickey you can categorically tell us it certainly ain't me <laughs> uh, so yes uh, you hold my bars with pegs to get that <laughs> high <laughs> uh, so there we go and uh, Dave Allen's put who mentioned quizzes that's my territory <laughs> we do not want to have another quiz war uh, <laughs> it will end up in Byros being snapped Bingo Dabba's being stabbed. I think you know, we're not going to go down that way. There's only one quiz king, and that's Dave Allen. So, uh, yes. And uh, we've got another tweet that's come in there. I forgot. Um, Mr. Phil Turnbull, his oh, favourite tweet. His favourite tweet about uh, the young fans having gated tops yep. instead of Newcastle tops. So, hopefully. Also, if there is any gated players listening, because we know that some of you have sent in mes- uh, questions for James Marwood when we speak to him very soon on the phone and also if you want to send any more questions for him send them in now you can do it via Twitter don't be afraid to do so uh, as I say we've had players listening in the past uh, well, say we had a message from Marcus Madison listening in his hotel bedroom didn't we yeah so, a few weeks ago now. yeah a few weeks ago so hopefully Marcus is listening in it'd be great to hear from that and Dave Allen has said thank you very much and so yeah so we we didn't want to start a quiz war there, did we? No, if no. you hadn't have been on, Dave, he would have, he would have backed a gated quiz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just, just if, uh, it, it's uh, the actual, um, it's called Gated Quizzes, and it's hash, at Heed Army Quizzes. And it's got any Heed fans questions, any fellow Heed fans questions, and uh, so they're wanting people to do a quiz, I think, online there. So, mm. so Dave... You, Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, that's all you can say to that, like, isn't it? Um, but as I say, looking forward, tomorrow is the FA Cup draw. Um, you can message us throughout the show as well, who you predict we will get. As a lot of people think we will get Bly Spartans because they are in the fourth round draw. Um, so, as I say, I think Shilden are in as well, but they need to win their replay to uh, to, to get... To Spenny's in as well. Sp- Spenny more. I'm, su- yeah. I'm assuming the replay's on Tuesday night. Uh, yes, I think mm. it is. Um, but as I say, I would love to have anyone at home. It uh, doesn't matter who. I think, uh, as I say, we know we can beat anyone in the conference or below as long as we, we don't uh, 
go switch off you know, and play our game, I think we should do well. Uh, I've had too many heartaches in the cup. It is. It's something I don't like to get too carried away with the FA Cup because, as you say, we know it, it, it can be an absolute gutter losing to teams that you wouldn't think of. And that is the magic of the cup, isn't it? Uh, mm. Unfortunately, but it's only magic if it's happening to another team, really, doesn't it? Or your own team, uh, mm. as long as you're not getting beat. And uh, we've got a few more tweets coming in and uh, <coughs> just along the lines of what we've been saying. Matt Hewitt said, "Ask James Marwood what it felt like getting an orange thrown off his head by Joe Tate." Well, we will ask him that. We will ask him that, and we've got one off. Uh, uh, Nick Percival has said, "Who would you like to? Who would you like in the FA Cup draw?" Um, for me, Frickley away would be good if they st- are still in it, which I doubt. Uh, any team near Barnsley would be nice. And Anne Scarfield replied, "Not Frickley." <laughs> I'm just having a look now of what teams are in it. He's organised this week, isn't he? He's organised. Yep. Uh, he should be, because you turned up 15 minutes later, didn't he? Ah. I did turn up late. Yes, you did. <laughs> he did. He, we, we nearly <laughs> found him. Spenny yeah. more through, the one one oh, Well, uh, I just said that before, Andrew. Stockport. It's <laughs> <laughs> alright, he's not in the same room. <laughs> Stock, Stockport, that could be a tough game. I wouldn't like to go there. Uh, I wouldn't like to go to Stockport. Um, nah, it's, there's not really any games. There's leaks still in. Uh, I think so. I think, yeah, they were playing so Boston, I think. Yeah, they won 2 0. I think, well, think we'd get a great crowd if we played Spennymore at home, but then again, it's the risk of slipping up, isn't it? You know. Um, but Me personally, as long as we stay away from a conference team, I'd yeah. be happy. Mm-hmm. Unless it's, unless well, it's I'll have a home game. It's about time we had a decent home game in the fourth round, fourth qualifying round for now. Yeah. I would like to go to Eastbourne, either Eastbourne's in it. No, it's northern. It's northern. Uh, we can go down as far oh, as as far as Birmingham. That's oh, where that's where the northern draw uh, for us is concerned. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be Grimsby away. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. Oh, God, that would be that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, so we don't we don't fancy Grimsby. Uh, so yep. Yeah, so get your predictions. Send them in. And um, right, let's have a little look about. Is there any more tweets coming in? Remember, how do you tweet us, Andrew? It's at heed underscore army. And I say we've had loads of them tonight, and some new new names as well. And regular names, so keep them coming in. It's absolutely fantastic. We're going to play an advert uh, for uh, Alex Baird's coaching. So if you're a budding young goalkeeper, why not get yourself along to this? Are you a budding young goalkeeper? Is your son the next Joe Hart? Why not get them some expert goalkeeping coaching from Elite Goalkeepers Number One? From Gateshead goalkeeper Alex Baird. He's available to do coaching one-on-one, group sessions or working with boys clubs. So if you're interested, contact Alex and you can do so via his Twitter account and that is at EliteKeepersNo1 and you can also phone him on 077 8619-4614. That's Elite Goalkeepers and you can get expert coaching from Gateshead's goalkeeper Alex Baird. Are you a Gated fan? Are you a brain box? Do you love a quiz? If so, get to the Green Nags Head on the first Thursday of every month for the Gated FC Supporters Club meeting and quiz. Quizmaster Tenerife Dave will have your brain absolutely puzzled with some of his belting questions. So get along, that's the first Thursday of every month at the Green Nags Head on Gated High Street. It's the place to be if you're a Gateshead fan and you can come along and meet more Gateshead fans and get involved in the Gateshead family. So get along to the quiz and meeting on the first Thursday of every month at the Grey Nags Head. Yes, get yourself down. First Thursday of the month, the Grey Nags Head. Dave Allen, the quiz master extraordinaire. He does know how to 
baffle you with a question and also card bingo and a lot of other things there uh, going on as well so as i say we've all been down there uh, over the past few months uh, i'll keep meaning to get down to more but uh, as i say get yourself down it is a fantastic night wouldn't you agree boys yes definitely definitely yes so anyway it's come to that time of the night where we're going to talk to a Wembley hero a man who scored a goal helped take us to Wembley a uh, season hero in my opinion yes yeah, season hero um, as I say I was sad to see him leave I think everybody was yeah. and uh, as I say his, his goal is probably going to be iconic and folklore for Gated in that uh, semi-final of the uh, playoffs against Grimsby where he turned and volleyed it in it was just a, a peach wasn't it absolute oh, peach tremendous. it was it was so we're going to ring james marwood now remember if you've got any questions send them in and uh hopefully he'll be good banter so uh, we're going to talk to him now and uh someone's just said that the fancy north therapy away in the cup i didn't fancy that myself like. <laughs> so well, like it's not yeah. far away no. well, here we go let's let's uh we'll talk to marwood and if i get a five i'll give you Ali's number yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's it connecting to a different country. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we're talking to Scotland. Hello, Scotland. <laughs> Hello. Hello, James. Hello, mate. How are you? Hello there. Welcome to the Heat Army podcast. Thanks for talking to us. As I say, I just uh, want to talk to you about your time at Gateshead. As I say, it um, started slowly but finished with a flourish, didn't it? And as I say, that just normally that we ask uh, people when we're, we're talking to them, it's just how about it, it came to be that you, you, you joined Gateshead? Oh, how I joined? Um, back in the day when Bogey was there, obviously, um, I was going to go to uni and study at Northumbria. And then uh, Adam Sadler was there and he came to Gateshead and... Um, so me and Josh signed in the same week from there. And what were you going to study at university, by the way? Just, just sports science and probably lots of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a degree in the ladies from what we've been hearing. I don't know what your sources are, but they're not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I say, it'd be fair to say that you... It took a little while for you to find your feet at Gateshead and and to get a fair oh, to get a fair crack of the whip as well. And as you, you, the first couple of seasons, you had a couple of red cards, kind of identical. Would would you put that down to over eagerness to want to show what you could do? Um, I think obviously starting out, yeah, I was, I was frustrated me to get me games and that, and had a few bad injuries that I broke my leg and my ankle and stuff. I wasn't really getting a run in the team, and I thought I should have, but. Frustration probably spilled out then, and that's when I was getting my red cards and and uh, the stuff like that. I wasn't playing well, so yeah, just stuff like that happened. Yeah, and as I say, I'm like we talked about the, not last season, but the season before when we're the nomads of uh, <laughs> professional football moving about. How was that for you, not knowing where you're going to be playing each week? It was kind of weird, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, what when we didn't really have a ground? Yeah. James, it's Mickey there. Um, do you think travelling round, being on the coach all the time, brought the team all together? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no getting away from the fact that last year we had a, a huge togetherness and 
that's what that's why we did so well and we flourished because of it. And when you got the long journeys like that, and you take into account the new manager and his new tactics with us, such as team bonding, there was a real emphasis on that. And um, to get him really was 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 good because of that, yeah. Yeah, because I mean it's. You must have spent some hours on them coaches travelling up and down. Oh, we've, had, we've had some bad journeys, especially after beat, uh, getting beaten and that, but uh, if you've been the lads this year for travelling down to Torquay and that, it's probably seven hours on the bus. Aye. Uh, yeah, and uh, as I say, James, we've, we've just had a question coming here. We've got people sending questions all the time. Uh, Magpie fans on Twitter has asked us, but James, what was your uh, best goal for Gateshead? Uh, the second one at Grimsby. The second, second one. one in the semi final. Yeah. I say the one that at Oxford. Was, uh, the one at Oxford wasn't too shabby either, was it? No, I enjoyed the one at Oxford, but I think for pure emotion, the second one at Grimsby. Yeah, as I say, well, brings one to the, the back end of last season. I mean, what a campaign it was! And as I say, everyone was ranting and raving about Gary Mills bringing out the best in you. And what was it that changed when Gary Mills came in personally for you? We don't want to dwell too much on Wembley. A fantastic day out, but uh, the result was the result was uh, <laughs> just an absolute good. I mean, I, I seen you in the hotel after the game, and it, it just, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have told, said that. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I bumped into you in the hotel, and uh, as I say that. You could say that you're completely drained from it, and it, uh, to say I could imagine the rest of the lads were exactly the same. No, I was absolutely devastated. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it all before for the lads. You know, you can't really put into words what what such a good occasion was, not only for the players but for the fans as well. But it's just devastating at the end, really. I mean, obviously there's not much I can do about it now, but the lads are in a, a similar position now where they're at the top of the league, and I think to be honest, well, obviously the next game's a big one. It's like a six pointer almost, but. I think the lads will do it automatically this year because they've done so well. So yeah, far. I certainly hope so. I mean, but um, as I say, you've moved on to pastures new. You're up in the SPL. Uh, see, I think most will have seen you on the telly uh, the other week. And say, how's it going for you up there at the minute? Um, everything apart from the football I've loved. I mean, the city's great. The, the people are great, and that. I've enjoyed the football. Don't get me wrong, but like as a forward, when I've been so used to winning pretty much every game last year and getting a lot of chances each game and scoring goals um, it's a bit different now and you've just got to try and keep working hard and hopefully the goals will come but um, yeah yeah, I, I love it to be fair I mean don't get me wrong I love it but I do miss Gated obviously and Success we had there, but it's different now. So, mm-hmm. well, well, Gateshead misses you. Um, we've got a few. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a few questions from uh, the former teammates and friends. Um, we've got a message from Rob oh, Ramshaw. God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's put. Could you ask James Marwood when he's going to get his nose job, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've got a little wager on Gateshead going up this year. So if that comes in, then I'll be able to afford one. <laughs> 
Um, also I've got a message from Jimmy Chandler as well and it's just very similar to the question he asked last week to uh, Nathan Fisher is there, do you miss him? Do I miss Chandler? Yeah. yeah I miss him a lot I mean I'm sure you're, you're well aware he's got a girlfriend now so some of us are being pushed aside a bit <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jealous? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I miss him he's, uh, he's a good lad Chandler so. yeah. As I say well, he's, he's had a great start this season as well he, I mean, he was top goal scorer until Danny Wright turned up wasn't he? Yeah, he was, and uh, unfortunately he's injured at the minute. But as I say, I think he's a bit of a jinx, because he, he shared with Nathan Fisher the year before last, then he shared with you, I believe, uh, on the road. And then, so yeah, who, yeah. who's leaving this this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, I, miss, like, obviously, I miss all the lads there and that, but there was a real tight-knit group with us last year. I mean, there's Rob, uh, Josh Wargan, Magne, Oster, and Chandler. I mean, we all got on really well and that, but... I mean, we're, we're, last week we were told um, by Nathan Fisher that there was a few pranks going on in the dressing room and I hear you weren't too uh, afraid of doing them yourself. I, I don't know why I got blamed for a lot, to be honest. I mean, I, I just like to stand there and watch. But... <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, James Marwood's a voyeur. <laughs> 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 so you didn't nick Fisher's keys? So you didn't nick Fisher's car keys then? No, that was Jamie Chandler, and he, he's a bit of a rascal when it comes to that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you mentioned John Oster there. We've got a question from him, and uh, his question is, how many ladies have you been out with since you've been back this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I managed to get back for a few days because uh, international break up being that, so um, I managed to get to see Oggy, Chandler, Rob, and JJ, and uh, Chan this week and that and all I heard about them was about you know I've lost his kid and Chandler's got kids on the way and Rob's Rob still can't pull <laughs> <laughs> and they ask about the stories about up there and obviously it comes to the territory up here it gets a bit boring lonely and that so I may have met a couple of ladies uh, yeah um, Andrew here yeah, James I want to know the, the, the biggest question will the beard be coming back <laughs> well, November's coming up soon, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I loved the beard last year, I really did, but some players absolutely ruined it, like Chandler for one. Did he put mascara in it? <sighs> mascara, literally, did everything the guy <laughs> <laughs> was, so. Oh, and and, and uh, yeah. As I say, well, as I say, you had the the magic beard because uh, when it when it arrived, so did you on the scene really last year, and it was yeah. it was, <laughs> it was a joy to watch. As I say, um, James, thank you very much for talking to it, and uh, I just got to say from the bottom of my heart, and I think I say this for everybody: last year you're one of our Wembley heroes, and uh, you know, hopefully it'll happen again. But if it doesn't. You know, you, you've given us memories that will be with us for the rest of our lives. Oh, no, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, no, it was what they were, the good old days, weren't they? So I'm, I'm sure it'll happen again. Yeah. And we're always here if you ever want to come home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, and now what you used to get for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> James, thank you very much for talking to us. It's been an absolute no pleasure. Problem, Cheers, thank you very much. Okay, take care. Bye. Oh, there we go, James Marwood. Fantastic to hear from him. And uh, as I say, he's uh, he's still in good form there. So yeah, great, nice, good nice. Yeah, from him. It is. And uh, as I say, always doing well. We've got. Um, oh, sorry, we missed out. Um, 
Uh, I don't know if I missed any questions there because we're talking. Andy Mason put Ask Marwood if he was disappointed uh, to only be uh, bronze on the Ultimate Team. Disgrace. I don't know what that's oh, about. Yeah, uh, that's FIFA, I think. Is it? Ah, oh, right. Um, <laughs> so, the, <laughs> uh, you know, for the people that just only got FIFA 13 like me, like, yeah, I don't know these things. Um, so, yes, and uh, someone said it should ask him about the mohawk there. We didn't. Uh, we oh, didn't I asked him about his beard. I was yeah, asked about the beard. Yeah, so as I say, great stuff to hear from him there. And uh, as I say, we're going to play an advert. Remember, we've got uh, the FA Cup tomorrow. Who do you think we're going to get? We've got uh, Goat News is coming as well. Also, remember, get down to the game tomorrow, Burton. Uh, Reserves and also we'll be talking about Barnet. So, as I say, one second, we've just got uh, these. This is how you contact us. Also, we want you to keep talking. So, uh, come, this is how you do it. It's your messages that make this show go, and we'd love to hear you. And you can contact us on our chat facility brought with you in association with Northern Print Solutions. You can contact us on there simply by registering with your Facebook account on the Spreaker website or app. And you can have the app on your mobile phone or tablet devices. And then you can listen to us and message us simultaneously. We look forward to hearing all of your messages, thoughts and views because they are the heart and soul of this podcast. Well, it's that time of the show. You know what it is. You love it. It's good news. <laughs> yes, it is. It's good news. You've been waiting for it all week, and this one, um, well, it's it's it, it's it's semi goat, semi sheep, uh, isn't it, Andrew? Yes, it, it is. is. And uh, we'll let you we'll let you take good news forward. This. Not off the Daily Star this time. This is off the BBC website. Oh yes, we're we're, we're taking so it we're real here. We're moving up in the world. We are. Um, rare goat sheep born in I- on Irish farm. And what's it called? It's a called a geep. A geep or a jeep. A jeep. I don't know. Yeah, however don't you want to pronounce it. Uh-huh. Um, a rare hybrid animal that is part goat, part sheep has been born on a farm in the Republic of Ireland. The animal, referred to as a geep, was born about two weeks ago on Paddy Murphy's farm in County Kildare. This was originally in the 4th of April, by the way. Oh, well, <laughs> a few months ago now. Just, just, just letting everyone know. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think that they're, they're still like a, you know, a fool or something, or whatever it is. <laughs> a fool? <laughs> That's a horse. Ah, <laughs> a kid? A, a kid? Lamb. No, a kid's a goat. Oh. Anyway, we do dive. We'll get straight back to the news. You took the words out of my mouth. Sorry, I do Anyways. not interrupt goat news. <laughs> the unexpected arrival is thought to be the result of mating between a goat and one of the sheep farmers. You've took it off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you just took <laughs> it off the screen. I'm reading it out. Hello, we left it on a good one. One of the sheep farmers, Cheviot Hughes. Uh, Mr. Murphy said the crossbreeding was not intentional. He described it as a pure shock to the system, and it would be a one-off event on this farm. I've never seen anything like like anything well, like him where's, before. Where's your Irish, Irish accent? I've never seen anything uh, like him before. <laughs> he took Irish farmers journal, adding that his family invo- have been involved in sheep farming for generations. <laughs> Well, there you go. That was good news. It'll keep news this week. <laughs> Chad facility's going to go mad. <laughs> so, yes, it was, uh, there we go. And Alan Percival has put he fancies Leak Town 
uh, a friendly bunch. Uh, we haven't played them for ages. Uh, be interesting to uh, draw that one, uh, as I say. And um, also, we've got another tweet from uh, Alan, uh, from Nick Percival, even. Yep, he said Stockport, Geisley, and Gainsborough are uh, still in it. They would all be difficult away, not quite, uh, but quite handy for me and Alan. Selfish, very yes. selfish. I, 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 I don't want Stockport. Thing. Well, mm. I think it'd be a team that wouldn't play before. Uh, oh yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind going to win you know, you know, a new, a new, new, new place I to visit. A lot of us sports. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, unfortunately, they beat them, didn't they? Yeah, and um, <laughs> someone's put <laughs> OMFG. What was that? I think maybe about your impression there, or would that be about the Goat News jingle, uh, which I thought was quite good? I think it could be anything. To be honest, it could be like anything. <laughs> it could be. It, it could didn't be. sound Irish. That's for sure. It didn't. It didn't. Oh yes, it did, Mickey. Oh no, <laughs> he, he started to talk. You do grabbing, do grabbing. What? That's, that's me, Gypsy. That. Oh god, oh, no, he's offending everybody <laughs> now. You do the grabbing, you do the grabbing. David <laughs> <laughs> <Steering> Bellamy. <laughs> the best of it is, it's the hand actions he's doing. Um, and uh, <laughs> Callum William Greggs put Stockport fans are a little bit scary uh, on the scary side too. Yeah, so there we go. And um, no wonder our DJ Danny Phantom never tunes in with us. Uh, awful goat crack. Well, there we go. So Simon doesn't seem to be a fan of the goats there over in Burnley. He's too he? good for goats now that he's Isn't in Burnley. He? Ah, now he's in now Burnley. Now he's a student. Ah, he's a student. And um, he's also he's inciting that was racism, your impression. Nah, there. sure, man. It's not. It's just really bad impressions. That's all it is. And uh, the tweets are following in still. Following in? Flowing. Flowing in, the flying in, F- flying. Well, last loves that flying scene. Just you, the not, flying in. No, no. I mean, just when you. You're, you're going to get in trouble again, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> no, last loves it. Yeah. His last loves it flying in. By the way. <laughs> anyway, right. So here's a tweet. Like a sausage down there. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> hey, you have to take it too far. We do apologise. We do apologise. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, she said, "No sympathy whatsoever when the grief comes flooding in here, mind." Yeah, uh, that's uh, it's for your. Your awful impressions. Uh, <laughs> as I say, remember we are playing tomorrow. Uh, well, the Gator Reserves are playing tomorrow. It'll be a strong side against Burton uh, Reserves. It's two o'clock kickoff at Gator International Stadium. Three pound admittance for adults and one pound for OEPs, concessions, and under 16s. But we know under 16s should be at school, so get yourself along. <laughs> and also, it is free for season ticket holders. Um, and uh, Matty Hewitt has put Goat Crack is Grim. Yes. Oh, oh, so are you not loving Goat News anymore, people? Oh. Can't believe that, and we've got Billy Goathead interviewed every week now. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't that be happy, like? Yeah, and so, right, and uh, Neil Smith, it's put, let's hope uh, we get, uh, let's hope he gets lynched tonight. Uh, crap, <laughs> hashtag crap impressions. And also, well, Cheers, Neil. Well, 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 congratulations to Neil because he is now the official photographer for Gator FC. So well done, Neil. Uh, congratulations, Neil. Well done, mate. There we go. Andy's also uh, give us a picture. You know what it was? What? It was because he took them photos of us the other week. Ah, uh, that's what in, it the, was. in the stand. Yeah. And then the chairman saw it. He says, "Yeah, sign him up. He takes beautiful photos." Uh, not already seen the one of me. <laughs> um, and uh, we've got another message here. Uh, at at ma- uh, fans magpies, so far this season, who has been your best heed player? That's a good question, to be honest. That is a good question. I'll let you go on first, Andrew. Um... <laughs> Bugs that, 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 no, that's uh, a, Bugs Bugs <laughs> that's, a, that's a woodpecker impression there. I don't know, that's a hard one, isn't it? It is, eh? It is, probably. Danny, Danny Wright's been... Good, he's uh, scored 
some vital goals for Um Trying to think. Most consistent. I know. Turnbull, maybe he's, he's had. Well, he's had a few off games, but he's been. Uh, I would say Danny Wrightens has come in because yeah. he's been so prolific and helped. You know the way he's helped lead the line and stuff. Anna. Yeah. Marcus Madison. Marcus Madison. Yeah, yeah. Marcus <laughs> Madison. Been our best player this yeah, season. he had a great one. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but as I say, it's it's it's, it's we'll say we'll, a lot of players playing well. It's hard to pick mm-hmm. out one standout individual, but for me, I would say right. What about you, Mickey? Turnbull. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fully Turnbull. And. Are you still alive there, Mickey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you think. Uh, while he's thinking, we've got another message from Neil Smith. He's put, cheers, lads. Um, it's not me, just. Uh, Charlie Woff is also a club it's photographer. It's not just me. Not just me, and uh, <laughs> it's Charlie Woff as well, so congratulations to Charlie Woff. And uh, Peter, <laughs> Peter Grant is, well, he never contacted us, so I'm not going to give him the fanfare. Um, <laughs> Peter Grant has put, congratulations, Smithy. Perhaps now the Sunday Sun will get to use the appropriate pictures. I saw that. Um, oh, the Sunday Sun got the appropriate pictures here, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunday Sun. <laughs> The Sunday Sun today had pictures from like a different game altogether because oh. I channeled in the photo from yesterday's game. Oh. So uh, get a grip. Yeah, get a grip, Sunday Sun. Come on, come on. Well, I should be careful with Peter. He's been with Cathy Secker this afternoon. Yeah, and um, Dave Allen <laughs> Not is... Uh, literally. D- Dave Allen is uh, in agreement with Peter. He's put, uh, exactly, Peter. What was our picture all about in today's edition? Uh, it was probably from last season uh, and was a home game. So, yeah, mm. it's... Uh, ah, well. Yeah, I say mistakes are made. Mistakes are made. Even we are prone to the odd little mistake. Not not often, though. Not often. Uh, so yeah, and um, ah, we've got a message in from the lovely Gemma Greaves, who said she will come on the podcast when she's drunk. Is that, that a good thing or bad? I thing? don't know. That's what she said. She said, "I'll come on if I'm drunk." And I was thinking to myself, oh, I don't know if I can really trust her, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I don't think Carl would be... Or, she, or she can just hack it when she's drunk. She yeah, I, 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 I don't think uh, a brother Carl would be that impressed if she come on drunk, like... So, and she's, see what she sent you. Yeah, yeah, and she's, um, she's sent us um, about the... Oh, scapegoat. The, uh, it's a skating goat. Your ideas with these, we're going to have to uh, rip the sounds and play them on because although you sent us the link, we can't use it at the minute. But thanks for that, Gemma. And say so we're going to use Jebediah the goat next week as well because if anyone hasn't seen that, and Mickey, how does Jebediah the goat go? Yeah, he's fantastic. That's <laughs> I thought you were going to do the <laughs> <your> impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew I still were going it ever again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> oh no! I wish I had a webcam for that tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone ever seen the Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> <laughs> Feed me Seymour. Feed me now. <laughs> um, so, uh, and um, Neil Smith has put Sunday Sun don't cover any away games, and they haven't asked me for photos of this season so far, so that's why. And uh, Anne Scurfield has put, can you see? Uh, can I? Can I? Well, I'll let you, you read it then. Go on. <laughs> Can I say our new press officer has been great? The website has been updated loads lately compared to start of the season. 
yeah yes. and uh, see Rory's doing a fantastic job and uh, I think he's also going to be giving the, the podcast a bit of a plug on uh, the website and programme hopefully fantastic. shortly so hopefully we'll reach more people as I say we will hopefully be getting flyers made in the next few weeks uh, that help advertise so if you want to take some of them out when we get them made pass them about put them in local bars and stuff like that or, you know wherever you go and hopefully we'll be able to um, get more people listening and talking about Gator because at the minute um, we should uh, either tonight or tomorrow maybe we've already hit it now I don't know I've had 10,000 players and uh, as I say we haven't even been around a year and you consider we had the summer off as well so to have 10,000 uh, people listen in to the podcast throughout the year it's just been it's, it's amazing and uh, say thank you very much to everyone that's done that because as I say we about this time last year the podcast nearly died because we were having so many troubles trying to broadcast until we moved to Spreaker and uh, as I say with the help of Northern Print Solutions we can go from strength to strength and hopefully get more people involved with the club uh, Gemma has put haha you've taken that out of context David people will think I'm a drunk no they know you're a drunk <laughs> I was going to uh, say yeah. <laughs> I get loads of uh I get loads of pop pop-ups uh, about goats since watching that Jebediah the Goat video, uh, Can't Escape. Well, I must say, Gemma, you must be very lucky because uh, everyone loves a good goat. <laughs> well, Je- uh, Jebediah is a star in my house. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite good. How does he do it, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> That's mint. <laughs> you don't need to have a trial now. It's like drummed in a telly to be honest. <laughs> I tell you what, Lauren, what I've seen, you're a lucky girl. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, James got a test to do, didn't he? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, Andy Mason has put hashtag Andrew out. I see. <laughs> you're a very popular man on the podcast these days. Yes. Yeah, you know. Oh, unpopular. <laughs> yes, and um, right, and uh, we're not going to read that one out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Scurfield, naughty bugger. And uh, as I say, looking forward to next week, we do have a fantastically tough game, but an exciting game nonetheless. This is why we all follow football. We are third in the table at the moment, three points behind Barnet, who are top of the league on 33 points. Oh, it's going to be an exciting game. I think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, they were 3-0 up yesterday and threw it away um, to draw 3-3 with uh, Kidderminster Harriers, who are no pushovers themselves, we know that. But I tell you what, it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great game. I think they'll bring a load of fans up as well, which will make a good atmosphere. Certainly hope so. so. I mean, it helped push that crowd up. Unfortunately, Newcastle United are playing at home, and you know, the couple of the floating fans that we do have will maybe tend towards Newcastle, but who knows the draw of this game. You know, this... This could be make or break. No, I'm not going to say make or break, but it's going to be make or break for the, the unbeaten run and help maybe pull us on the way to something special, hopefully. Yes, you say that, Dave, but um, I, I don't know if you heard. Obviously, we had a meeting with the chairman on Tuesday, a couple of fans, um, and he says only approximately around about 170 average are you, uh, Newcastle and, C- and, Sun- and Sunderland. That, that take up the option of the oh, season, season ticket. ticket. Yeah. So, I mean, we're getting well over a 1,000 fans at every oh, home cool. game. Yeah. So, and only a ho- about 170 are using it, their season tickets. So that means we've got, we've got more Gated fans. Yeah, there's more Gated fans there. I mean, now, how good's that? It is. It's, uh, it, was, it was nice we've to got, hear that, wasn't it? Yeah, very nice. But uh, also good I'd that. Much, I'd much rather do that than more uh-huh, season go- ticket holders. Mm-hmm, but good uh, that Newcastle season ticket holders have been showing an interest coming over and getting a discount, getting into the game. Oh, on them Twitter, in. I've got a load of. I speak to a load of Newcastle fans who are coming and loving it. Mm. Absolutely loving it. I, I mean, I've heard people on BBC Newcastle ringing and they said. Um, the atmosphere is totally different. The football's totally different. They enjoy it a lot, lot more. It's 
I mean, which is fantastic to hear. I mean, for us, they have been going for years now. Uh, I mean, when I when I first started coming, when in the conference north, I would never thought we'd get be getting like f- averaging uh, about fourteen hundred again. Yeah. I mean, did you like no, yeah, even no, before my all. time? Not at all. I mean, we, so, we used to have decent crowds sometimes in conference or, or the odd game, uh, but it it, it it wasn't as consistent as this, and the, the interest wasn't as. As, I'm not going to say intense, but not as much interest shown in general no. towards Gator Football Club. And as I say, Graham Wood and Gary Mills have got a lot to do with that. Uh, Curtis Park has put, who would like to take a point from the Barnet game? I'd like to take three myself. Oh, I'd, <laughs> I'd take a point, but I, I would like to take three. Uh, so, I yeah. think it's there. Mm-hmm. I think three points is there for And Dave Allen has come up with a hell of a suggestion here. He said he thinks Gemma should be our goat mascot on a match day. So, and uh, Gemma's put, uh, what are you trying to say? I look like a goat, David. Oh. Dave Allen, you're in trouble. You start you start the quiz war and then you do this. <laughs> you do this. Really. Uh, anyway. Well, what I'll say, Gemma, is if he's got heat, it's heat to him going in his car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't get a lift home from Slim World from him. Um, right. And uh, King of Rooks has just sent us a message. Uh, a point would be fine given Barnet is. Uh, given it's Barnet but they've shown a bit of weakness and we need to take advantage of that fully well, agree let's hope so I mean John Shaw's hitting into form we know we've got um, Danny Wright in form we've got Finnegan popping up with goals we've got even Turnbull's popping up with goals this year we've so. got a full week off now as well to recover uh, we've had a few Tuesday night, ma- night matches we don't have a midweek match this week so we've got a full week off to recover fully fit f- for next Saturday it'll be I, think, I don't see why we can't take them yeah, and um, we've got another message on Twitter. Uh, Rightonian has said, that's great news. Um, I've been using the SAFC discount when the games don't clash, but great to see more regular Heat fans. It certainly is. I mean, it's nice that we're, that people are taking advantage of that. And hopefully, the, 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 we don't want people to switch allegiances because you wouldn't want to tell anyone to leave the club that they support. But, you know, we're getting pe- more people coming along, so that may be the case. Uh, and uh, let's have a look. Andy Mason has put, I wouldn't take a point... They fell apart yesterday and should be nervy. Well, as I say, that was the last game, but you know, next Saturday is a completely different no, animal. It's like, you know, it's like a wounded animal. They're going to be like a wounded animal. Yeah, and Keanu uh, Marsh Brown East guys are living dearly to me. Well, he hasn't been playing much, has he? No, he's not been playing. And this week, he put on Twitter, "Can't wait till January." Yeah. So, so read into that what you will. Yeah, m- maybe he just likes the sales. <laughs> <laughs> just wants Christmas with the way. <laughs> and uh, uh, Mike Cows tweeted in. Yep, he said, Barnet are there for the taking after falling apart yesterday. Their confidence will be shot to bits. It's, well, as I say, I, I don't want to get too confident in exactly. thinking that way. I, see how we do after the first five, ten minutes and, and kick on from there. And I think that would probably be Gary Mills' uh, message as well. We're certainly in with a chance. We're, we shouldn't fear anybody in this league. We know that. And if we play to our best, we, we know we can get a result. And hopefully it's in front of a big crowd. Hopefully. hopefully I mean, like I say, there's only 170 took up from the last, what, 1,244 and then 1,259 mm. so. mm-hmm. and um, Peter Grant has also tweet, uh, sent us a message on the chat facility 500 extra fans turned up for the Alfreton game uh, compared to the last season's game uh, with them uh, and this year the match was on a Tuesday night so yeah mm. that's, a, that's a hell of a you know to get 500 more on a midweek game 
mm. compared to last year is uh, fantastic. Really is. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> how I did he? Was it 13 years ago? I got an email off Derek Bell. Yeah. Saying the club was dead. Mm-hmm. So. We had no money. We couldn't even afford to buy rubbers and pencils for the office. And now here we are sitting with Santa Bloke to Peterborough, which in total is going to come up to 500 grand in total altogether. Yeah. We're getting averaging over 1,200. Mm. It's just a completely different club. It's unreal. And, and we've got Peter Grant wearing his suits on a match day. As I was, I was one of the cloud, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> kidding, Peter. Yeah. No, but as I say, hopefully uh, the match day experience will entice more people along. Remember, as I say, the podcast coming to an end now. Sorry, we hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we have, and uh, as I say, we do apologise for Andrew's impressions, but uh, do give us the goat one more time. <laughs> <laughs> That tickles You're me. You're easily pleased. I am. Um, Devin, say that. Once <laughs> I do that, and Devin's can say that tickles me. And, uh, <laughs> the last message we're going to read out goes to Ant Scurfield. Thank you, Graham Wood. Uh, what a man. Uh, what a legend. So, yes. Yeah, so great great. Said, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. So, that was good. Let out another message to that one. Yeah, we did. One. I know. He, he, Mickey, man, you spoiled it. He had to get the last one in, didn't he? Uh, so, let's see. Remember, share. You know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> share, remember, share the podcast. We want to try and get as many people listening. Hopefully, we'll hit that 10,000 mark tonight or tomorrow. And uh, as I say, let's hope we can get have another 10,000 in this following season, or if not more, and hopefully we can get more of you listening, more of you interacting, and ultimately more of you getting to a gated game. So thank you very much. Andrew, thank you. <laughs> 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 Mickey, you <laughs> cannot speak. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, anyway, right, bye. 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 <laughs> Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue, build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue, or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Wrap up the year with holiday cheer at the all-new Busch Gardens Christmas Celebration. Experience a winter wonderland as you walk through eight festive villages with twinkling lights, holiday decor, and entertainment. Busch Gardens Christmas Celebration is a limited capacity event. Select dates through January 3rd. Take advantage of the biggest sale of the year going on now through November 27th. Buy one two-park membership, get one half off during the Black Friday sale. Make your reservation today. Restrictions apply.